FM, it's six past one. Coming up next, we're talking travel with Sally Lucas, joining me, Jan Klein. And she's taking us some wonderful places today, from San Maritz to India to South America. How's that for starters? As Sally Lucas joins us for our sponsor, Travel on King. Good afternoon, Jane. Um, just some interesting things about I was reading this week about technology and I guess how we've all become so dependent on technology to a ridiculous, to me, the dinosaur extent. But anyhow, it was this one was headed, websites don't build holidays, people build holidays. Uh-huh, that's fair. And I think that's true. And, you know, the old decade-old argument of online versus going to a travel agent, people versus, you know, pure technology. But as we've said before, when things go wrong, you need advice. And if it's something out of the ordinary, you know, you want people such as travel agents to be able to assist you, which they can. So whether it be the barley ash cloud and you can't get on the phone to anyone, like happened to me at Nairobi Airport with the fire, I couldn't get through to the airline, you know, I eventually ran back to our office who in turn could sort it out at this end. So just it just one of takes those. a weight off the shoulders, oh, doesn't it? Look, it absolutely does because I've had another instance recently where a client had everything stolen, you know, just on their way to the airport. Um, again, you know, luckily we were able to, you know, assuage her, you know, upset condition and sort things out and so you know there are we we're there to help and I want people to realize that that travel agents we all love what we do we're very passionate about what we do and we want to give people the best possible holiday they can have I say to people definitely use technology and use the website but it can't sort problems and I think that's just an important thing to remember that, you know, as I said, websites don't build holidays. It's people who book holidays and, and that they're there to give you that, that tool and that tool is fantastic. So, yeah, just to keep that in mind, I just thought I'd say that. <laughs> Why not? Um, now, also this week, Lan Airlines has brought in the Dreamliner, the, which is called a 787-9, on the Sydney-Santiago route. So that's quite something now that we've got a regular service on the Dreamliner operating across, you know, the um, across to South America. It's really fantastic. Is the Dreamliner a very special aircraft? It is. It is a very special aircraft. And everyone who or every airline who purchases one from Boeing will configure it differently. So they can choose to, you know, how many business, whether they're going to have premium economy, economy, whatever. So they're configured differently. Uh, however, what LAN has done, it, they can also travel longer distances without stopping, I should say which is why and but they deliver more environmental efficiency etc so this is one of the reasons why they're making all these improvements I guess for um, you know obviously worrying about green zones and all this sort of stuff but still being economical as well um, it consumes up to 20 percent less fuel than similar aircraft um, reduces co2 emissions by 20 percent with less environmental impact um, now land has configured their uh, plane with 283 economy class seats, 30 premium business class seats. So they've not any premium economy. Um, a lot of airlines are. What I might do actually, Jane, next week while I think of it, um, I've got a, a, a table at, at, at the office where I can tell you who, which airlines now are all operating premium economy because that's good to know. And, you know, so that you know if you want premium economy, which airlines to head towards, you know, to do mm. your journey. I just can't remember them all off the top of my head, but that's but something. But it that does give you a little more space. It yeah. does. And you have a dedicated area with usually only about three rows of seats, your own dedicated toilet 
and crew. So you don't feel like you're in a huge aircraft, you don't feel like you're sharing it with everybody else, which which you aren't, but you are in the same plane, obviously. So you do get that that better quality of service as well. So it's certainly worthwhile considering. So yes, as a premium business class with land, they've got fully flat seats that can recline 180 degrees. Um, they've got also an integrated footrest, a memory system that saves your seat configuration mm. for you personally, a lumbar massage system as well. Interesting, isn't it? Uh, economy class even, they've got ergonomic reclining seats which provide a headrest with four configurations. As Well, just in economy. The in-flight entertainment system uses, obviously, touchscreen um, with cutting-edge technology. Uh, you can access movie reviews as well before you decide to want to watch the movie you want to watch. Then, of course, you've got the duty-free available, which you'll be able to do by a personal touch of the screen as well now. So there's lots of different ways or means of saying that you can say you can help save the, the um, environment is what I'm trying to say, sorry, by flying with these new uh, modern and efficient planes as they come into being. And there will be more and more of these being run out by the various different airlines who use Boeing, Boeing aircraft. Oh, so it's a Boeing. It's a Boeing, yeah. yes. Yeah, mm. but you could go online and have a look at that if you wanted to. You just went onto the Boeing website, but Alan would have their own website as well if you wanted to check out the configuration and look at some of the, the benefits of flying on a Dreamliner. Yes, it, it's such a long way. If we, For oh. us, we have so many long-haul journeys to get to the places we, we want to go. We so. certainly do, and I think that's important. And these two, apparently, you have uh, the air is better inside. Mm. The plane, they've done something to be able to, to humidify so it's not so dry. So you're getting a better air quality as well. Um, and apparently they've got windows with up to 40% greater surface area than current aircraft. So you're getting to see more. Better view. Uh, better mm. view. And overhead luggage compartments are 30% larger as well. LED illumination, etc. But ha- having the hum- uh, humidification techniques, that reduces that well, not only the sensation of dryness, but the fatigue, the jet lag at the other end as well. So interesting, isn't it, how they're coming along with the different developments in the aircraft or airline industry, yeah. This is a talking travel. That's what we're doing at the moment with Sally Lucas and me, Jane Klein, for our sponsor, Travel on King. Sally, another great destination. This one is Switzerland, Jane. Have you been to St. Moritz? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and uh, you, it makes you think of luxury and, and glamour. skiing and glamour and all the, all the top people. As this article said, it's much more than merely a place to dust snow off the jewels before dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was lovely. Um, so, yes, I thought, well, this is an interesting article about Samaritz. And uh, as it says it here, with a worldly sophistication that belies its small size, it provides a near continual calendar of festivals and events in summer and winter, which I didn't realise. You think of it just as, a, as you said, more as a ski resort type destination. So obviously it does have that attraction. But they also have the white turf horse races on ice. Oh, that sounds interesting. that take place over a series of weekends in February each year. They have special shoes on the horse to grip the ice. And they just seem, they said, the horses and their riders just seem to glide across the frozen surface of Lake Moritz in this really unique event. And they also have polo matches on ice as well. As well Goodness as me. Can you imagine that? Imagine how fast the, the thing would... The well, puck, I suppose it's a puck. A puck? No, I guess probably. would travel. I mean, that's unbelievable, You wouldn't it? want to fall off, would you? <laughs> oh, no, that could be quite bumpy and hard. Oh, yeah, I don't think so. So, yeah, you've got that happening then. Then the um, other thing throughout the year they have as well is a British classic car meeting. 
um, which sees a, a parade of vintage and modern automobiles which line the street of Samaritz uh, to show a solidarity about um, amongst the British automobile enthusiasts. And so they come along with their Rolls and their Bentleys and their Aston Martins and Jaguars mm. and whatever and mm. show off their cars. So that's and their mini miners. <laughs> yes, all the mini miners taken on, hasn't it? And then they have the Samaritz Art Masters uh, Festival, which showcases contemporary art around the city, and also the Festival Dajaz, which of course is showing off the top talent of um, jazz music in intimate venues around the village. And there's a club there; it's legendary, they say, called the Dracula Club. <laughs> where famous singers perform for a lucky handful of 150 patrons seated only metres away from the stage. So apparently it's very hard to get into. Oh, it sounds great. So there you go. So that's something else that happens there. And apparently one of the most impressive small museums in Switzerland, which is here in Samaritz, it's the Segantini Museum. And it showcases the extraordinary work of a gentleman called Giovanni Segantini, who is a resident of Samaritz, and he paints these masterpieces which apparently vividly capture life in the mountains of Switzerland as it was a century ago. Um, so it's a really a different style that he has, and it says they, the canvases almost shimmer with colour. And he paints outdoors no matter what the season or temperature, so he gets to, you know, put all of that on, on canvas, which would be really fantastic. So that's something different you can do as well. But to appreciate the work of his to the fullest, they say, you've got to take a hike up to Segantini's hut atop a mountain at the head of two valleys. And once you get there, it'll take your breath away. They said, not from the exertion, but rather from the magnificence of the panorama laid out before you after you've made the trek. So some wonderful things you can do in San Maritz. Apart, apart from, from skiing. And dusting off the, um, the snow off the jewels before dinner. <laughs> I like it. I, I do. I think that's absolutely classic, isn't it? <laughs> um, for something really different, if you're wanting to do something different this year or next year, should I say, there's uh, some lovely yoga retreats uh, um, happening in India, uh, which would be fantastic to go to an ashram and if you're really, you know, into your yoga and just, you know, having a really healthy, healthy lifestyle and a healthy itinerary just to go by and meditate, relax, particularly anyone who's maybe caught up in work and really needs a stress release whatever reason it may be so that's fantastic I think and that that's a southern India yoga retreat which has been run by the classic safari company who does trips obviously not just this they do normal safaris in into Africa and India as well but I just thought that would be interesting if someone wants to do a classic you know a yoga experience and also this year introducing new UniWorld have got boutique India river cruises seven night cruises aboard a new all sweet vessel called the Ganges Voyager the second. Um, you also have five nights in luxurious Oberoi hotels, including breakfasts as well. And they've got some early bird savings on those, like all the early bird things that are out at the moment. There's just so many early birds. D jump on that bag wagon and grab yourself a bargain, I say. But yeah, so that's just something very different. Doing the sacred Ganges and India's Golden Triangle. That's a new itinerary from next year from Delhi to Kolkata, and that's um, 13 days. So there's lots more, Jane. There's lots of special interest journeys happening for next year, which are new, which I will try to cover over the next couple of weeks. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thanks, and Jane. We'll talk travel again next week on 2NURFM after the 1 o'clock news for our sponsor, Travel on King.